Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to the Tuesday Pod TLT edition. When you know we're ramping up here, we are at, if you're in Classic, we already know we're, you know, three weeks to the stretch there. But if you're a draft player, and there's quite a few of you out there, this is qualifying week in most leagues. So, got two qualifying grand final matches this week in the home league and in the Podmasters League. So, very excited. And I had to jump on and talk waivers because waivers is really this final series, especially in the podcasters league. Waivers have got me there. Some smart matchups have got me into the position where I am. Some risks that are paid off. Hoping to share some of them with you today. I would normally have Johnny Hume with me, but he is a snake this week because I am versing him in our semi. Winner goes to the GF to face Pat or Steven. So Nom. I do love you, mate, but this week you are a snake. I can't have you listening and hearing who I want to get here. So for everyone else, I have made a top 10 players under 30%. So obviously, it goes without question. If someone has dropped a crazy player on the waivers, you go grab them straight away. But I'm looking at 10 people right now who are under that percentage that will potentially be available in most of the matchups here that you can pick up who have great matchups. So again... In the podcast league, I'm looking at three waivers right now. And in my home league, unfortunately, Preston being our suspended has forced my hand. I've got him plus Luke Thompson. I'm going to boot this week to get in two guys. So let's start at number 10. Let's keep this pod short and sweet. Number 10, you need some front row coverage. Liam Knight, starting for the Bulldogs against the Raiders this week. I really like the matchup. I think he's going to get a good chunk of minutes. Even if he gets 40 minutes, he's got that good PPM where, you know, he could get around that 40 mark. Safe and solid. I don't see him getting a 20, even though it's one of his first games back. I think that Liam Knight, if you're in a pinch, a front row forward, you know, I think the guys that who you would normally go for, maybe a Flegler, Leo Thompson potentially, are already taken. So if you're really struggling for front row forward and you don't want to AE, I think Liam Knight can be an option for you. A risky one for you. Hopefully you don't have to AE. Angus Crichton, named on the bench to return could easily come in for Wong to start, but I just think that maybe not this week, but next week, if he could start, he's got a great matchup this week against the Eels. If he can get on that park and get a good, you know, 45-minute stint in there, I think he could do some damage, especially, like I said, there are some guys on buys. If you've got Carrigan, uh, if you've got Haas, flexibility via Jules, you know, Jacob Preston has hurt a lot of guys there. I think Angus Crichton, with that matchup coming back from injury, could be a play. Number eight, Dejan Arcee. Now, obviously, they got towered up Parramatta, and, you know, they are short price. Uh, they're long odds this week, I guess, short price, Roos's team. But whenever Dejan Arcee did play halves, he had some quality games, and I actually think his game will be more suited next to Dylan Brown than it was Mitch Moses. I think Dylan Brown, as much as a good runner as Dylan Brown is, I actually do like when he's got his ball dominant and he's kind of directing around the park and they can't maybe free up Dejan Arcee a little bit more. So I'm actually hoping that uh, he's a free on some waivers because he is a guy that, especially in 5'8", which, you know, depth is putrid. And if you are a guy who's got the Ezra, if you're the Ezra Mamoma, I think all of a sudden Dejan Arcee becomes a nice, intriguing matchup. And again, so far we're getting to the guys that are going to get you a 40 to 50, potentially within things like hit you with a 60. So we haven't hit that range yet, but this is again, guys, you sort of bank some potential 30s to 40s to 50s, these guys can get you there. The next guy is a bit of a wild card, and I will be taking a risk in the home league on it. Dane Laurie. 
versing an understrength Dolphins team. Yes, I know it's crazy. Some may say to back a Tigers team in with how inconsistent they've been this year. But I just feel like Dane Laurie, yes, the chance to get an 8 is there, but the chance to get an 80 is there as well. And I think if your team is well set up and you've got a good foundation, you can take the risk on a Dejan Arcee. Now, if it's a tight league, you don't want the three guys before, Knight, Crichton, Arcee. But I just have a feeling with that matchup, it's going to be there for the taking for Dane Laurie, especially if you need a fullback, Reese Walsh coverage, potentially. Number six, Kyle Felt. I know the Sharks have been strong the last couple of weeks, but they have shown the tendencies in the last two seasons. When they leak, they leak. And I think Kyle Felt is a proven try scorer. He's been in great nick since he's come back. I think this is a really good opportunity. He's still there on a lot of um, free agencies. And I've actually got him in both leagues. I've got him in the home league. I've got him in the podcasters league. So I'll be playing Kyle Felt this week. And he is a very nice play. If, if he is out on a, way, on, a, on a waiver out there tonight, I would grab him only because if he's your fourth CTW, he's got a decent base where, you know, even without any attacking stats, maybe a 25 to a 30 in him there. Um, but, you know, if he can break a couple of tackles and offload and maybe even a try, all of a sudden you're looking at your 60 there and your Sinewing's laughing. Top five, Young Tornamapia, Slash Marion Sebe. So Marion Sebe is obviously the guy more highly owned, but I just think Young Tormapia. I saw things in that Raiders game last week again for the Storm that, yes, they're more dominant. I feel this year going to their right with that Jerome Hughes edge, but I tell you what, that left edge is just percolating. You know, Cam Munster was in a bit of a mood. You had Trent Liero crash over. You know, Xavier Coates out on that wing. I just think that that left edge is going to get some love. And Young Tormapia is a guy that just bases well, and with it attacking stat gets him up to a 70 every time. So I just think that this this is a good play for Young Tom Pia. I'm going to grab him in the home league, potentially, if I don't get Dane Laurie, um, just because I do want to have... If you're versing a guy who's got a lot of storm plays like I am with Johnny, I think Young is a good player there just to kind of balance that and hopefully get some more attacking stats on the other side of the park. Number four, Corey Waddell, a guy that I'm going to look to grab in both leagues starting on Jacob Preston's edge. And I just think that he is a guy who would base a 45 in big minutes. And I think he will get big minutes in this team now. I think he is a great matchup. He can, he can jag an attacking stat here and there. And he's just someone who's not going to let you down. I think Corey Waddell is probably out of all the waiver options uh, tonight. I think he is by far the safest option. If you just want to plug and play a 45, I think Corey Waddell is your man in that in that two RF position. Spend a bit of time here on the top three. I really love Junior Tupu's matchup. For as much as I like it for Dejan, uh, sorry, for Dane Laurie, I really love it for Junior. I think he can ton up. He is definitely an ATS uh, option this week. If he is there on freeze, which unfortunately he is not in either of the leagues, um, he's a guy that probably got picked up towards the end of the season, potentially dropped by the owner. Uh, but yeah, if he is there, that Dolphins game just looks like I know the Dolphins hang in tight and be gritty all year, but if there's ever going to be a game where, you know, if the, if the head drops after 10 minutes and a team can go on with it, a team like the Tigers could go on with it. I think, you know, obviously your standard guys in terms of your Appies, your IPAPs, your Batemans, all those guys will have great games, but I think Junior Tupu is actually going to be the one that could have a, an absolute blinder. Number two, Sammy Walker. It's a risk because he may not play this week. 
if he's not there, Drew Hutchinson obviously becomes a great option. Drew Hutchinson, with that dual flexibility, someone like me as the Preston owner, music to my ears. If if there's no Sam Walker in the team this week, and I get Drew Hutchinson starting against that Parramatta team, yes, I know that the anomaly of the two tries and the 130 is not going to happen every week. But again, it's a nice matchup. This Parramatta team, yes, they've got some troops back in RCG and Sevo, but I'll tell you what, that Roosters team, Teddy is a straight-up VC in Classic for me. I think he's going to put on a show. He always does against Parramatta traditionally. And I just think if Sam Walker's there and gets named in, again, he's straight down. I've got him in the home league. Uh, and he, I will just fire him up as an A and play him that way. So Sam Walker or Drew Hutchinson there is the play there. But number one, there's actually not really a competition for me. He is available in my home league. I've got the first overall waiver on him. It's Tyrone Peachy. I think the Peach moving into that center position for the Panthers against an understrength Titans team is the play of the round. I think, again, he's got that dual flexibility. So for me as a Preston owner, straight into that 2RF, you can obviously slot into a lot of people's CTWs. If you're, you know, the Stags or the Herbie or the Cobo owner, it just makes so much sense. Every time he comes in and plays um, big minutes this year, he scores tries, he scores well. So... Yeah, Tyron Peachy can win and swing prelim finals this week. I have no doubt about that. If you can get Tyron Peachy into your team, and again, if you're playing a a 3-2RF and a 7-CTW, I would be stunned if you have seven players with a better matchup than Tyron Peachy this week. Not saying overall you may have an absolute stacked team. I'll tell you mine. I've obviously got all the center wings that I would not, if I had a, you know, everyone had an even matchup, I wouldn't play him even my two refs if I had Preston there. But this matchup against the Titans, I just think that, you know, this to me is that if I didn't own Nathan Cleary, I was coming up against Nathan Cleary in a finals matchup, I would be absolutely shooting bricks because I just think that the Panthers now heading into the finals, they had a couple of, you know, you had that Manly game where they were a bit out of sorts. You know, people going, has Manly now cracked the code on how to play them? I don't think so. I think you're going to see an absolute walloping this week. I haven't even, let's check the line because it is going to be an interesting one because we have seen, you know, there's been two different versions of the Panthers, the ones that really put the foot on the throat and the ones that do back off. So Panthers are already, already know $1.05. The line's 20 and a half. So the, the, the bookies are telling you that this is going to be a very one-sided game. And I think if you can get one of the guys that he loves to hold the ball, Peach, and doesn't really like to pass it on. So if you've got that, plug him in there. I think it's an absolute win. And again, this is all about, and I think some of the other podcasts, especially the, um, you know, the Bees and Breakeven boys talking from a classic side, but more from a weekly rubdown guys, where it's where you draft the guy is kind of irrelevant now. You've got here now. Now you've got to win the game to get to the grand final. And I think these guys that I've mentioned, especially for me, the ones tonight that I just am falling in love with and hoping I can get Tyrone Peachy, Corey Waddell, Young Tonal PR. They're my top three that I'm going to go for this week. That's in my leagues. And I just think all those three guys are great players. I think they all they all get to a 50 no matter what. And I think they've all got the ability to actually go into the 70s and 80s and really swing my matchup. So we'll leave it there, guys. Round 25 waivers. If you are in the prelim final, good luck to you. Again, you're going to need to be strategic. If you've already got a gun team and you're set, Kick back and watch the footy. But if you need to make some shrewd decisions, 
just look at these guys. Like I said, Tyron Peachy is obviously number one, but there are some guys in here. Corey Dwells, Young Tom Piers, Deja Nasi, Liam Knight, these kind of guys. If you need to get to 40 points, there you guys this week. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.